Hello and welcome to this week's Acting Out podcast. And now Acting Out presents the second of our decriminalisation monologues. Out of the Shadows by Colette Cullen. Starting out as a criminal and ending up with the right to marry is some journey. Who'd have thought it way back then? Don't know how they spotted it, but the boys at school sensed something different about me, even before I did myself. Never let on at home about the bullying. Didn't want to bring any trouble into the house. Couldn't wait to go to college and leave all of that behind. Joined Gay Sox straight off. Finally met others like myself. Every week out demonstrating against this or that. Not an official society. Authorities refused to fund us, because it wasn't legal back then, sex between men. But the student unions did. Fair play to them. Not everyone a bigot. Never got that much hassle myself, but heard stories about those who did. Arrested and brought to court. Shamed, ridiculed and humiliated. Names in the papers. Jobs and families lost. Lives ruined. Guards a bit short in conviction. Round up all the gays. They won't give any trouble. Too scared. Easy pickings. Like shooting fish in a barrel. But when you're young, none of that seems to matter. Out to enjoy yourself. Shake off all the shit. Forget about the past. Don't think about the future. Just live in the here and now. My first gay disco. Flickers, the Hirschford Centre, Dublin. With a crowd from Gay Sock. Bus up from Air Square on a Saturday afternoon, swig coke bottles laced with Bacardi to get in the mood, or, well, to pluck up courage in my case. Terrified but excited at the same time, pile out a busaurus, up the keys, my nerves slipping as we get nearer. Quick pint or two in the Viking to settle me. That's scary enough. Hear the disco beat before we even turn onto Found Street. Wish it a few more pints in me, practically trembling as I sign in at the door. Push down those steep steps before I can bottle out. Suddenly hit by the sound and smell of so many men packed into that basement. The disco lights flash. The mirror ball spins. I'm transported on a wave of testosterone. No booze but the smell of hash, sweat, aftershave and poppers is overwhelming. Finally pluck up the courage to look around. Every shape and size imaginable. But all alike too. All like me. All gay. Incredible feeling being among my own at last. Summer job in San Francisco. An Irish bar on Geary owned by a friend of a friend from home. Took one look at me and I at them, then jump ship to the Castro. Party central. A gay bar. Make up for lost time. My summer of lust. The majority here. No looking over your shoulder all the time. Guys smile at you and it's no big deal. Like they're just appreciating you. Imagine growing up a place like this. So easy to feel good about yourself. Best bit, even the straights of gay friends. Never the first gay they've ever met or worse still the only gay they've ever met. Gay heaven. 
cry all the way home to Galway. My first gay march, Dublin 1983, to protest at the killing of Declan Flynn. Self-confessed gay bashers get off with suspended sentences. Outraged. Could never be regarded as murder, judge says. Just cleaning up the area. Message received loud and clear. Gay men don't deserve to live. Sick to my stomach. Great feeling on the march, though. Standing up for ourselves, shoulder to shoulder with all our supporters. All 900 of us. Our Stonewall. Like I said, not everyone a bigot. Finished college. Want to spread my wings. Plane fare back to the States too expensive, so take the magic bus to London instead. A job in a restaurant, a bed and a squat in the city is my oyster. Everyone at the restaurant into something else. Mime, dancing, acting, you name it, they're doing it. Me just into being a hedonist. Partying, sex with anything that moves. Can't get enough. The time of my life. And then I meet Andrew. One night in a bar. Not that remarkable looking. Shorter than me, a bit stocky. The remnants of teenage acne. Can't put my finger on it, but there's something special about him. A look, a sensation. The way he makes me feel. Buy him a drink. We chat and laugh. So comfortable to be with. Feel a bit shy, even though I've been with tons of guys now. The sex isn't rushed. Nothing ever is with Andrew. Takes his time. Enjoys every moment of everything he does. Can't get enough of him. Listens to me. Asks me about myself. Wants to know everything. Not just the usual stuff, but the tiny details. Explores every inch of me. Never knew it could be like this with somebody. Move in with him. The happiest day of my life. Asked about Ireland. Tell him we'd be criminals there. Sexual outlaws. Doesn't believe me. Eventually convince him. Starts laughing. Say it's not funny. Men can get arrested and go to prison for doing what we're doing. Laughs now he knows why I'm such a randy bugger. Wants to hear about Galway. Tell him about the river. The salmon leaping at spawning times. Takes me to the Thames. Shows me a tiny beach it never guesses there. On my birthday we go to Whitstable. Skinny dip in the sea like I told him we do back home. So lucky to have met the love of my life. Tell him that. Wakes up one day with bad back pain. Give him a massage but it doesn't go. Still there a week later. Goes to the chiropractor but it doesn't get better. Chiropractor suggests an x-ray at the hospital. Don't know why, but decide to go with them for the results. Sit in a dusty room waiting. Fly trying to escape out the closed window. Call Andrew in. Wait. Then call me in. Andrew is pale. Barely looks at me. Feels sick inside. Knows something's wrong. Ears start ringing like they don't want to hear what's about to be said. Must be strong. Strong for Andrew. Needs me now. Then the words spill out. 
Medical terms, not sure what order. Try to make sense of them. Cancer. Cancer? Bone cancer? Try to take this in. HIV positive? They tested him. Ask me, do I understand? I say yes, but I don't. He's AIDS. Full. Blown. AIDS. Look over at him. He's just staring ahead. Not looking at anything. Eventually get out of there. Still haven't spoken. Both trying to make sense of it. Escape into a stairwell. Breaks down and cries. Like nothing I've ever seen before. Like a wounded animal that knows they're done for. Realise this is the first time I've seen him cry. Stroke him. Comfort him. Tell him I'll be there for him. Eventually stops. Wants to get out of there. Hail a black cab home. Back to the flat. Search for something to say. Anything to say. Can't think of a single thing. Better pull myself together. No use to him like this. Sit beside him. Hold him. He's shaking, but never cries again. In hospital. An AIDS ward. Spend as much time as I can with him. On a good day, take him out. Up the King's Road, past all the beautiful people. The beautiful people we used to be before this. One day he slips away. Quietly. No fuss. No bother. Just gone. Six months. Only lasted six months. Can't take it in. Can't imagine life without him. Don't want to stay in London, but don't want to leave either. Can't sleep. Everything is a haze. Watch myself clear out the flat. Move into a crummy bedsit. I'm falling to pieces. Can't hold anything together. Still having nightmares. Wake up thinking something awful has happened. Then realise something awful has happened. Andrew's gone. It's too big for me to take in. Nothing makes sense anymore. Barely functioning. Could just about manage daytime, but come nighttime, can't cope at all. Have to go out. The last tube into Soho. Wander aimlessly. Maybe into the odd club or bar until I can just take the first tube home again. Goes on for months. Can't hold down a job anymore, so go on the dole. One night meet Jerry. From Gaysock. Over for the weekend. Can see the state I'm in. Persuades me to go back to Dublin with him. Tells me things are changing. Puts me up until I can get my act together. Start volunteering in a gay rights project. A purpose in life again. Eventually pluck up the courage to go and get tested. Break down and cry when they tell me I'm negative. Jerry's right. Things are changing, but slowly. 
very slowly. Volunteering turns into a full-time job. Throw myself into it. Takes up every waking hour. No time to think. No time to brood. No time to feel sorry for myself. 80 cent well. David Norris wins his case in the European court. Starts to feel like we're riding the crest of a wave. The 90s better still. Mary Robinson is elected president. The Mary who took David Norris's case to the European court, Robinson. Okay, mainly due to a monumental fuck-up by the Fianna Fáil candidate, but a win still a win. Our campaign for equality starts to get results. Homosexual acts between men are decriminalised. By Moira Gagan Quinn. Yeah, that's right. Moira Gagan fucking Quinn. Drink champagne outside the door the night of the vote. 24th June 1993. Date etched on my brain. And not just because it's my 30th birthday. Best birthday present ever. Ecstatic. Invited to the Auris when Mary signs the bill. Only half us in the official photo. The rest not out to their granny, mammy, work or whoever. Me out and proud. Unbelievable. Leaders of the movement afraid to take their photo with the President of Ireland on the night they're officially declassified as criminals. Only in Ireland. Back in the saddle too. Well, sort of. Slowly at first. A few encounters, a few dates. Nothing too serious. Nothing that leads to anything. Not that I give them much of a chance. Always on to the next best thing. You know, the grass always greener and all that. The perfect guy's just one shag away. Have a great bunch of mates though. We party, go on holidays, do Christmas. All that together stuff. Never short of somebody to go out with or a shoulder to cry in when things don't work out. But every year one or two of them meet someone new. Move in together. Get civil partnered when that comes in. Glad for them, but just a teeny weeny bit jealous of them to be honest. Why isn't it me? What am I doing wrong? Will I ever find my place in the sun again? 24th May 2015. The second date etched on my brain. The date of the official announcement that Ireland's the first country in the world to bring in same-sex marriage by popular vote. Gay fucking marriage. Who'd have believed it? In Ireland. I mean, Ireland of all places. The place you left to feel normal. Now the place you can return to get married. Worked on the campaign. Canvas day and night. Thought it'd be like all the others. But wasn't. Much more personal. Had to give something to yourself. A lot of yourself. Made me feel exposed. Asking complete strangers to say I'm alright. I deserve to be treated the same as them. Brought me back. To school. To those boys. Worried I'd meet some of them on the doorstep. Not those actual boys, but boys like them, now men. Canvassed in the area where Declan Flynn's killers lived. Beside Fairview Park, where he died. In the area that cheered when they got off with suspended sentences. All those bullies haven't just gone away. Out canvassing never know what someone's going to say. Hard to be prepared for everything. To protect yourself. Guys in their late thirties the worst. Always flinch when one of them opened the door. Called every sort of name. Names I'd forgotten. Faggot. 
queer, shirtlifter, pedo, ass bandit, bum boy, homo. More used to demanding rights than asking people to listen to my story. Not even sure what my story is. Got me thinking about those who didn't make it though. Branded criminals whose lives were ruined. Went under if they stayed and under if they left. Saw them in London, swigging cheap booze in Camden doorways, waiting to get back into a hostel or thrown out because they weren't sober enough. Heart broke every time I caught the sound of home and they asked for a few pence. All those who struggled through decades of hurt, harassment and rejection died or were allowed to die from neglect or were still suicide. Difficult to feel good about yourself when being gay means being a criminal and dying of AIDS. Those beautiful men I danced with who aren't here to celebrate with us. Would more have been done if they'd been seen as equal then? In the wrong place at the wrong time. What would they make of it all? Don't really know what to make of it all myself sometimes, to be honest. Often think of Andrew. How things might have worked out between us. You know, like, would we be still together? Maybe even married now, in London, or moved back to be part of this new Ireland, in the doer-upper we dreamed of. He taking on the construction, me the decorating and gardening, with two dogs. The most miserable, godforsaken collie lab retriever mix in the pound called Freddy, named after you-know-who, and a cheeky little terrier called la 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 who'd be the boss of us all and sit in the front window yapping at everything that moved. The terror of the postman. Stupid stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe we'd have gotten bored. Him or me. Complacent. Taking each other for granted. Let our guard down. Then fucked up big time. Returned a glance at a bar. Had the odd shag at the back of a club. Started playing offside. Missing the chase or being chased. The thrill of what might be rather than the safety of what is. Fed up taking the dog for a walk rather than spending time in bed. Fantasising about the anonymous encounter and the ultimate fuck. Rejecting the predictable for life on the edge. Probably still have ended up the same old lonely bastard. Afraid to risk the life I've built no matter how lonely. Protecting myself from what? Insulating myself from love. Losing hope. Believing it's too late for me. Settling for my place in the shadows. Afraid to reach out for my place in the sun. Pointless dwelling on the what might have been, though. Either good or bad, better to focus on the present. On the here and now. On the positives. Stop being a total killjoy. Like this New Ireland. Well, most of the time. Don't get me wrong, not total nirvana. Not by a long shot. Still discrimination. Still lots to change. Have to admit, enjoyed the feeling of looking around and seeing my fellow citizens standing with me. That felt good. Yeah. Really good. You've been listening to Out of the Shadows by Collect Cullen. The man was played by Paul Clark. The piece was directed by Edna O'Brien. Music was New Age by Eden.
You've been listening to the Acting Out podcast. If you'd like to know more about what we're doing, you can follow us on Twitter at Acting Out Group or on our Facebook page or go to our website, www.actingoutgroup.com. Music for the podcast was by Eden and the show was produced by Sean Denyer.